that December 1st, henceforth be the day you actually get around to grabbing a little paper towel or some sort of device you can buy at Nap Auto Parts or whatever, and, and some Windex, and clean the inside of your windshield for safety. Hmm. I can't handle the In her in- honor. I can't handle the inside of my windshield being dirty. Uh, you're, you're a very clean man. Drives People don't know that about you. Drives me crazy. Meticulous, some might say. Um, so we'll introduce everybody on the squad to get started. Seriously, we know the big story that's out there that we're going to talk about a bunch today. It makes me so freaking mad. And it's so disappointing as a nation uh, what is going on. But we'll get into that later. There's a uh, Michelangelo who presses buttons, flips toggles, and pulls levers. Wearing a collared shirt, which throws me off a little bit. How are you this morning, Mike? Yeah, I thought I'd dress it up. Putting know. on airs. I've been slacking. Hey, um, Joe, are you going to ma- train this dog and it's going to become a service animal, or is it just going to be a pet? Wow, well, you know, he's really smart, so I don't know. What services do you have in mind? Retrieving mm-hmm. tennis balls you throw. That's a service. Well, yes. oh, yeah, you, yeah. D- you can't stop him from doing that. He is the tennis ballinest dog I've ever seen. You know what you could do is when the family comes for Christmas, you could get a white cane and some dark sunglasses, and then the kids show up and say, D- Dad has something to tell you, and then pet, <laughs> pet the dog. Nice. Nice. If I could teach him to open a bottle of wine, man, that'd that'd be great. Good boy. Have the corkscrew in his mouth. Turns around, spins around the bottle, then spins around the other direction. (laughs) There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. You know, we were at a big event last night, listener event, a lot of people asking about all you people, including Positive Sean, who one young lady said, he's single, I'm single, why is he not here? But anyway, how are you this morning, Sean? Oh, that's an excellent question. Uh... (laughs) It is uh, it is December 1st. It was on this day in the year of our Lord, 1981, when one Jonathan Thomas first drew breath. Uh, oh. I have completed yet another solar lap. Um, Congratulations. But, uh, but How's your know. windshield? Uh, what, a, what is a birthday if not another reminder of the inevitable passing of time and time remains undefeated? And I, while I may have another year of experiences, what I do actually have is one year less left on, on this glorious planet. And yeah. Wow, happy birthday. And, uh, yeah, no I don't kidding. know. I'm 30-something. I stopped counting a while ago. Well, let me tell you mm-hmm. what. Birthdays get more like that the older you get. The mood you have now, that increases the yes. older you get. I, the more of a yes. re- realization, this isn't a good thing. Like, Why is everybody saying happy birthday? I'm not happy that I'm aging. Well, what's the point of all of this? <laughs> exactly. I, just, just everybody leave me alone. <laughs> Speaking of downers, here's a... Tr- Transition. The end of the summer has gone from, it's not going to be so freaking hot anymore, to another summer has gone. Erg. What was that saying we had for a while? We're all dying. Damned if you do, yeah. damned if you don't. No. We're all, di- <laughs> We're all dying slowly. slowly from time. <laughs> time remains undefeated. Yeah, exactly. There is a, my, my theory has always been, uh, at least for me, <clears throat> you're excited about getting older up until you're like, for me it was 25. That was the first birthday where I thought, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, I'm this seeing whole... a trend here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've projected this out over the next 20 years. Yeah, I put together a chart. I see where this is going. <laughs> I'm going to end up 30, and nobody wants that. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, my friends, it is time once again to bundle up the family for an early, early morning treat because... We've got a super moon set to light up yes! the skies for the first and last time this year. I'm not even mentioning it to my kids. Moon's going to be completely full at 1245 early Monday morning. So again, bundle up the children, get them outside, look up in the skies and be awed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then roll their eyes and walk back inside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, last nice time. job, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I still get mocked for that, keeping my son up late for that. If you, if you miss the super moon, go out the next night. That moon will be close enough to the same right. <laughs> that you didn't really miss anything. 
Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, December 1st, the year 2017. Right is due. We're Armstrong and Getty. It's too damn high. (laughs) And we approve of this program. (laughs) All right, let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules, the regs at Mark. If the last few weeks has taught us anything, it's that we need more women in positions of power, not less. So when you're choosing Michigan's next attorney general, ask yourself this. Who can you trust most not to show you their penis in a professional setting? Is it the candidate who doesn't have a penis? I'd say so. Is this a real ad from the Michigan Attorney General? That's my understanding, yes. Wow. I'm back to liking politics. That's awesome. (laughs) I would vote for her on that. The math checks out. I don't know anything else about her, but I'd vote for her just based on that. Oddly enough, she got balls. (laughs) Yeah. That's a funny ad. Yeah. What are other headlines, Park Visitor Marshall Phillips? Shocking verdict in the trial of an illegal accused of murdering a San Francisco woman. We got the Senate tax bill hitting a snag, vote delayed. And one of the worst TV viewing mistakes you can make if you're in a relationship. Stories coming up, 635 Armstrong and Getty. You mean seven-time felon, no education, five-time deported illegal? Yes. That somehow was still being protected in the United States? Yes. Who killed somebody. You know, that's funny. NPR didn't mention all of those offenses. Didn't even mention that he was convicted of a serious felony. Just said that the brave illegal alien had escaped the persecution of the man. And it's a thumb in the eye of Trump, so yay, yay for him getting off. Yay! Yeah, we'll talk more about that. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's great. It's good. See, I'm already down. I'm mad now. I'm angry, but it, mailbag is excellent. Plus, we have clips of the week. Now, oh, that's a good one right there. Stay tuned. Now, are we doing a, a No Feeling Friday? We're not going to talk about any of that stuff? Is that oh, what we're man, committed I, to? Oh, uh, um, the No Flesh Friday? Is that what it's called? <laughs> right. I, yeah. uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I am too. There are yeah. a couple of interesting things out there, but they'll still be there on Monday. Yeah. So, yep. And none of that today. All right, on the Armstrong and Getty Show. coming up in a little bit and the story up until like evening time on the west coast anyway was major hurdle overcome in this in the in the tax bill with mccain on board it's almost certainly going to pass and then by the time you went to bed it was whoa somebody put on the brakes this thing may not make it we've got a huge wrinkle so we've got that for you coming up stay tuned yeah yeah and just the entire conversation around it the disingenuousness is running thick thick throughout the media in D.C. It's just, that's disgusting. But now's not the time for disgust. It's the time for the delight, specifically to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the Week. Oh, we have a fight on the other side. Look at this. Took us about 45 minutes. And yeah, it was it was Black Friday shopping at Yosemite. People pay 70 bucks for a car load. Just jam more people in the car. 
Yeah, they open their doors at 6 o'clock, but I'm really upset right now. We don't have anybody out here. We got another news crew that I'm not going to name. She's out here. So at the moment, I'm going to send it back to y'all because ain't nobody here. I'm going back home. I'm going back to my bed, and I'm going to sleep. She tries to bury people in an avalanche of, of horse every day. <laughs> 순노동당의 정치적 결단과 전략적 결심에 따라 새로 개발한 The New England Historical Genealogical Society looked into it and they found no proof of Warren having Native American lineage which is problematic because she wrote for Pow Wow Chow <laughs> President Trump called Chinese President Xi this morning and told him that we have come to the point that China must cut off the oil from North Korea. China must show leadership and follow through. China can do this on its own, or we can take the oil situation into our own hands. The stage manager was just like, three, two, we find Matt Lauer, and we're live. <laughs> nice to meet you, your highness. You're younger than me. Bow to me. Bow to your elder. Yeah. Bow to your elder peasant. Yeah. It's all right. Hey, look, I'm president. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Awesome. There's some good stuff in there. That was a good, healthy cow. Well marbled. Mmm. Time to go to market. Mailbag. And of course, we do cow again at about 9.05. Updated with uh, today's great clips. And there won't be any highlights today. What? There are most Fridays. I just don't feel today as being a day with any highlights. Wow, wow, good dude, dude. <laughs> Here's a nice note from Luke in Oklahoma. We already have a national show. Dear gentlemen from Kansas and the gentleman from Illinois. <clears throat> Your bit yesterday carrying out the vote for the overturning of the No Touch Thursday was one of the funniest things I've heard in some time. Please act as a legislative body for future decisions. Uh, thank you for the entertainment through the years. I'm soon to be faggoty at the tender age of 21. Wow. <clears throat> and enjoy having something to listen to from home in uh, California IA uh, while I'm away at college. K-O-Y-D-S. Keep decisions. Luke in Oklahoma. Thank you, Luke. We appreciate it. It's actually a great honor to be on all over the Western United States. From Washington to fabulous Portland. Eugene Springfield, shout out. All over California, Albuquerque, Salt Lake City. And other fine towns that are now offended, I didn't mention them. A tease for the news. Michael Flynn has pled guilty to... What? Stay tuned. Being hot. (laughs) Joe, using the proper spelling, Mm J-E-A-U-X. Thank you, Ed. Joe, I thought it was funny you were talking about your mailbag during the mailbag portion of the show. Ed, well observed and rich in irony. Thank you. Dave writes, guys, could you please, 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 please ask Sean to not ruin the transition music at its apex by singing the key phrase, which he writes as Chaga Rumpf. It's actually Chaga Ron. Is it? Yes, that's the title of the song. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Thank you, Dave. I have actually uh, I've uh, contemplated that very question. Is it funnier when we do sing it or don't sing it, Dave? It's calls. not clear to me that, that there's one right opinion on that, but thank you. I think everybody should sing along, and then you wouldn't notice. 
That's right. Why don't you sing along, Dave? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just feeling a little left out, which is natural. But there's one way to overcome that. The uh, I was trying to come up. We're we're gonna organize a uh, pervert news network, which uh, Jesse points out. PNN <laughs> sounds a little like peen. Thank you, Jesse. Very maturely observed, uh, and it could be PNNS. Um, but she says today you struggled to come up with a name for the Harvey Weinstein produced film about the news network with all the nation's leading pervert anchors. Clearly, the title should be Breaking Nudes. Hmm. Thank you, Jesse. Well said. Now, there's a poll out on people's opinion on that topic, but we're not talking about that today, so I'll save it for Monday. Mm. It's it's close to a violation even bringing that up. Uh, Who decided red states and blue states, writes DC? Who's decided that high-tax states should be red? Uh, um, Oh, no, I'm sorry. He says, I would think that high-tax states would be red. Ummies, et cetera, red. Who decided this manipulation? You guys could tell us. Of course, it's minor, but it's perception. Marshall knows what I'm yakking about. Well, we'll have to ask him, because I'm not sure. Still here after all these years. P.S. I love the sexy downfall of these smug a-holes who have been in our faces for so many years. Who's next? For no, no partic- we're not allowed to talk about that. For no particular reason that I'm aware of, just the team color for the Democrats is blue and the team color for Republicans is red, I don't think it, I don't think it has any more significant than... The Miami Dolphins play in teal. I just think it's a color. It's don't the you color think? of the ocean in Miami. I think that's intentional. Okay. Maybe that was a bad example. <laughs> uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, dark blue or silver or whatever. There you go. That's a good one. I don't think there's any reason for it. Yes. Uh, football. Speaking of football. Oh, my God. What a transition. Well, he didn't even know, folks. He's just a natural. Isn't that amazing? What time is it? Yeah, okay. Uh, football is our gladiators, writes Jeff. We'll look uh, back on the NFL like bullfighting. Gross and stupid. We pay these people to kill each other for our amusement, as the Romans did with the gladiators. Yeah, when I was watching as a kid, I didn't know they were damaging each other. No, I did, the skill and the speed and the just the intensity of the composi- competition. Well, of course, you could say that about gladiators, too. Although, I don't like seeing anybody no, get hurt. No, It ruins the game. It slows it down, etc. I'm not buying your metaphor, Jeff. There may be some truth to it. People competing, and we wrap up our identity with them, and we feel like we've won when they won, etc. Well, that, that's not going away. No, Come it's on, as human as, as, as uh, eating and pooping. Let's see. Well, this is going to make people mad. Boy, we got a lot of these. Jacqueline, for instance, grab someone's butt, face a conviction, perhaps jail time, kill an innocent person in San Francisco. You'll get away with murder. Yep. More on that to come. Uh, here's Tim in Santa Cruz saying you're talking all about uh, all the... Uh, well, now that's too far down the perv road. Uh, he he says, I mean, because I can read a little perv stuff in email, but if I read a lot of it, then I think that's a violation. But he says, uh, what about Trump? Why don't you spend as much time... We brought up Trump and his accusers 50 times, Tim, in Santa Cruz. I also think that's... Maybe 150. If you didn't hear it, listen more. I still think that's going to have its day. And we'll get to. Do you? I think so. I think it's coming at some point, and we'll all get to go through all of them in great detail. So there's no point in jumping the gun. It's going to happen. I would be my guess. Well, and again, this is listeners and not us. This is our old friend Tim, uh, Tim the sales guy, Jack. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's good to hear from Tim, one of the most interesting people I've ever met in this business. Um, and he listens to the show. Yeah, oddly enough, he's a very bright man. Uh, long time no talker, right? That's what I meant. That's where my surprise comes mm. from. Sorry, a little slow on the uptake. My bad. <laughs> Uh, this morning, Jack mentioned that 99.9% of men don't even think about doing what Matt Lauer, Harvey Weinstein, Louis C.K., etc., at all. I'm sorry, he used the proper Latin, at all, have been accused of doing. Joe suggested 88.8%. I think the two of you lead sheltered lives. 
I've personally seen many men take advantage of their relatively powerful positions to make sexually suggestive suggestions, act lewdly, or touch inappropriately. As men gain more power, the beast within is released. I would say at least 20% of men in positions of power, from professors to politicians to business execs, are guilty of the type of behavior that's now becoming public knowledge. Really? 20%? I believe that. Wow. And, and, and is a point that, you know, the beast within is unleashed. That's what I call him, the beast. I'm going to unleash the beast. It has, oh, Lord, it has to do with opportunity. Actually, a guy walked up to me last night and said, Governor, he heard that story. Oh, 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 This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, we got to get into the news of the day. It's going to be hard to get into this story and then stop. Um, we'll probably bring it up multiple times throughout the morning with different people. But let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, an illegal immigrant deported multiple times was found not guilty in the shooting death of Kate Steinle two years ago on a San Francisco pier. President Trump calling it disgraceful. A San Francisco jury accusing or acquitting, rather, Jose Zarate on first and second degree murder charges, ruling the shooting was accidental. But they did find him guilty of being a felon in possession of a firearm. Now, from the outset of the trial, the judge had barred any mention that Jose Garcia Zarate was in the U.S. illegally and had been arrested and deported to Mexico five times. After the verdict, President Trump tweeting a disgraceful verdict in the Kate Steinle case. No wonder the people of our country are so angry with illegal immigration. In his pre-dawn tweet this morning, Trump also wrote the Kate Steinle killer came back and forth over the weakly protected Obama border, always committing crimes and being violent, and yet this info was not used in court. His exoneration is a complete travesty of justice. Build the wall, well, all in caps. Can we play that first Matt Gonzalez clip of the, the lawyer? Uh, who came out? Who once ran for mayor and um, and and has made this a lot about Trump and Trump's views on illegal immigration? Actually, I shouldn't say them. That. That they, let me just remind them that they are themselves under investigation uh, by a special prosecutor in Washington, D.C., and they may themselves soon avail themselves of the presumption of innocence. So I want to talk to somebody who is in the courtroom, but I think it's pretty damned interesting that the lawyer comes out and gets into the whole Trump immigration uh, angle of this around this trial. And there are some who believe this is similar to the OJ verdict in which you may have had a a jury pool that felt like this was a chance to send a message about the way we treat illegal immigrants in San Francisco and that sort of thing. Right. Um, It was an overall uh, social message as opposed to this particular crime. Oh, I know how anybody can be cheering the idea that we have anybody in this country with seven felonies who's been deported five times. That guy should not be in this country at all under any circumstances. How, by the way, uneducated person with seven felonies, because part of the argument was the reason he gave so many different stories to the cops is he has almost no education. He didn't understand what he was being asked sure, and this and that. Right. Okay, fine. Why do we have somebody with zero education and Violence. seven felonies? In this country, no other country on earth does that. Nobody. 
Nobody's importing uneducated people who commit felony after felony. Nobody. But in the United States, we set up cities and say, you're protected from even being looked at. That's insane. First of all, this is the logical end of identity politics, and we'll talk more about that. The cheering because he's my ethnicity. Even though he's, a, at the very least, a violent felon. At the very least. That is the where identity politics leads. Point number two. This is a terrible black mark against the city and county of San Francisco. And one that it, it will wear. We, those of us who, who love the city, will wear for a very long time. The defendant had been deported five times. Scheduled for a sixth deportation in 2015 while in custody for felony reentry. Instead of deporting him, federal authorities sent him to San Francisco on a warrant for a drug charge. San Francisco prosecutors dropped the charge and let him go despite a federal detainer request. And the city and county of San Francisco say we're going to continue with that same policy unless somebody has committed, and they mean been convicted of, a violent felony within the last seven years. So this guy isn't dirty enough. It's disgusting. Word coming out this morning, former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn will reportedly plead guilty after being charged with making false statements in the Russian investigation. He's got a a plea hearing set for 7.30 this morning, West Coast time. We will learn a lot more at that time, I am sure. But specifically, this is apparently lies to the FBI when he said he had not discussed sanctions with the then Russian ambassador to the U.S. God, who knows where this is going? Why the hell would he lie about that? Well, nobody's ever understood that. I mean, he li- the reason he lost his job is because he lied to the vice president, and then they were in a situation where you can't keep the national right. security advisor around when he everybody right. knows he lied to and the it, vice president. And as I recall, there was no good reason for him right. to lie. Well, nobody right. understands what the reason would be. Maybe well, there's well, a reason we don't know There you about. go. There's no apparent reason yeah, right. to lie. Yeah, right. Senate Republicans pushed the vote on their massive tax reform bill over to today. They had hoped to hold a vote last night, but passage of the measure is still still uncertain. They're continuing to try to satisfy the objections of holdout Republican senators, chiefly those concerned about forecasts it would add more than a trillion dollars to the nation's debt. So apparently they're continuing to rewrite the bill. They worked on it all night long into the morning hours. At the last minute, they are now saying they're considering scaling back some of the tax cuts, including the 15-point cut in corporate rates. Oh, really? And that was, in theory, non-negotiable. Yes. And that's the part that the Wall Street Journal crowd is all excited about that would take the economy and, and set it off roaring. Well, it's already roaring, by the way. Yep. It's, it, well, but it's beyond question that that corporate tax reform is needed. I mean, Paul Ryan mentioned the, the biggest publicly traded company in Wisconsin, Johnson Controls is now an Irish company. They're an American company, but now they're a quote-unquote Irish company entirely for tax purposes. And we've got to to reform that to be competitive around the world. Having said that, it's difficult for me to defend this entire bill because it's cowardly, it's tepid, it's a reshuffling of the chairs in terms of personal income tax. And it's just, and it's a screwing to blue states, and and, oh God, it's just tiring. Thanks for your bold and innovative leadership, Republican Party. On the other hand... You suck! You suck! (laughs) On the other hand, if it doesn't pass because Democrats are so concerned about increasing the deficit, that's pretty hilarious. That's the funniest thing I've heard in 40 years. That's pretty hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is... Seriously, that is some comedy that is exquisite. It'll be laughed at in 100 years, lefties. Oh, my God. Your deficit hawks now. Ho, ho, ho. But, you know, I'm a deficit hawk, and I am concerned about that. 
All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Yeah. Meh. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's a good one right there. That's a good noise right there. <laughs> we have definitive information on which came first. Orange the color or orange the fruit. Okay. We nailed that down. <laughs> Lay that one to rest. Plus, more on the degeneration of a great, great American city into a poop-smeared, would-be utopian embarrassment. So stay tuned for all that. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. In Napa, California, the part of the reason was the uh, that region, if you'll remember, uh, suffered some of the worst fires uh, in the history of planet Earth. Some yeah. of the most amazing fires. Awful. And Awful. Uh, to announce that, hey, they're open for business, they they had us come in and we were at a fancy restaurant and met a whole bunch of listeners and that sort of thing. Yeah. Shout out to everybody at Kamomi Osteria. But uh, I'm often, uh, I don't know, surprised, I don't know if that's a fair thing to say, happy, I guess. To meet so many regular, normal people who listen to the program. Oh, yeah. And As opposed nice... to the weirdos I come across on the text line. Oh, and the email. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, you can email us at armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com. I've been meaning to say that more often for like 10 years. Armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com. Or, or, or here's our uh, text line, 415-295-KFTC. So um, it came up the other day, uh, what was the laziest food name? Meatball. <laughs> With the uh, is second place right. behind orange. Right, both fairly lazy attempts to name a food. Except that some of our alert and learned listeners pointed out that, no, fellas, indeed, the fruit came first. I don't believe that. Well. And the fruit was called the orange, and then we all just adapted that as the color name. Like we might call red apple. Well, some apples are green, so I guess that wouldn't work. But Right. Well, among our most learned and beloved listeners. Yellow um, would be a exa- better example with a lemon. Call everything lemon. Thank you. There you go. That's an excellent example. Uh, would be uh, ben, ben the Libertarian, whose name you've heard many times, and his, his uh, brother and his papa, all of whom are regular correspondents and, uh, and all very bright people. Ben writes, the citrus definitely got named first. The earliest recorded use of orange, the fruit in English, is from the 1300s and came to us from the old French orange, orange, uh, adapted from the Arabic narange, from the Persian narage, from the Sanskrit naranja, orange tree. The scan Sanskrit's uh, word's origin is unclear, but it may have come from the Dravidian word meaning fragrant. The word's use as a color name doesn't crop up for another 200 years in the early 1500s. I'll be damned. English speakers probably didn't have a specific specific name for the color because they were so stupid until the fruit was widely available in their markets and inspired one. Before then, linguists believed they probably referred to orange as yellow-red. 
Jello Reed in Old English or something or other like I can speak Old English. I can't even speak New English. So you're wearing orange pants and somebody says, like the pants? What color is that? And you say, I don't know. Yellow red. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I like They're it kinda too. kind of yellowish, kind of reddish. Don't you wish it had a name? Yeah, me too, but then, it doesn't. Then one day from the south, from Persia, came a fragrant fruit whose color could only be described as orange. Looking at the giant letters in the headline of the San Francisco Chronicle, acquittal in peer slaying charges. Now, isn't the only reason you'd have the giant letters is because it's surprising? And important. Okay, we'll talk, Both. M- talk more about that coming up. Uh, yeah, and, and listen, I'm going to depart from some of y'all in my analysis, partly to demonstrate to the lion liars of 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 NPR and other places, what honesty sounds like, because you have no uh, no idea, and that's coming up. Yes, it is. Honesty, it's hard to let go of. Frankly, they ran into a, f- a problem in Florida as a guy was uh, doing the funky chicken, as my brother once described, working at a convenience store. Somebody fell on the ground and started uh, vibrating, oh, and he yeah. had to call nine one one. Said, yeah. "I got a guy here on the floor doing the funky chicken." Yeah. Do you re- <laughs> do you remember my uh, you remember my convenience store story? where uh, we stopped at the convenience store. I was really thirsty, and I just wanted a bottle of Gatorade. And the line was moving really slowly. And the checkout gal was like not... She was half paying attention. And we were in a hurry. We were on our way to a meeting. And the line was moving so damn slowly, and I was really getting unhappy. And I was giving her the the what-the-hell look and making a... Oh, God. Noises under my breath, but loud enough to be heard in a rather, uh, you know, cowardly, uh, passive-aggressive <laughs> manner. And uh, I'm familiar with it. Right, shut up. So uh, that was just purely aggressive. So uh, finally, I get to the uh, front of the freaking line where this idiot is, is ringing up people's small purchases. And I look down, and there's a guy at her feet in, like, cardiac arrest. And she was continuing to ring purchases as they waited for the paramedics to arrive. And that's why she was somewhat distracted and moving slowly. So that's no excuse, really, for ringing up my Gatorade slowly. But, yes, there was a guy doing, uh, I think he had been doing the funky chicken, and more disturbingly had stopped doing it at that point. Well, that's what happened with this dude. And so they get him to the emergency room there in Florida. Uh, they open up his shirt, and he has tattooed on his chest in fairly big letters, very clear to read, do not resuscitate, not underlined. Wow. And the doctors started to retes- resuscitate him, and one of the doctors said, well, it says here, do not resuscitate. The guy does not want to be resuscitated. And then he said, I don't think this counts. And they got into an argument over whether or not that is, you know, uh, counts, because oh. you, you wear a bracelet or whatever. I don't know what I did. Okay. The, the not is even underlined to emphasize. Yeah, do right. not resuscitate. So they tried to resuscitate him for quite a long time until they, they, they got they a hold did, of... And did, and he shot them both dead. They got a hold of their ethics lawyers there at the hospital, because it's all about lawyers. Of course. And the lawyers decided, no, that is a clear indication that the guy does not want to be resuscitated. So they stopped, and he's now dead, which is probably what he wanted. Well, somebody please offer up the opposing point of view for me. Well, that wouldn't be the official badge that the government decides you wear right. or wear around your wrist or whatever. Right. Yeah. You might get sued because it doesn't count. He had it tattooed into his very flesh, yeah. but hadn't filled out form 4023C. On the part of your body where you would be resuscitated if right. you're needing resuscitation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the modern world for you. Yeah. Well, well, good news. All He's good news. dead. <laughs> A happy ending. He's right. dead. <laughs> Oh, wow! Man. Wow! I s- <laughs> All's well that ends well. He's dead. 
you know, for the umpteenth time, if you were to somehow wake up the founding fathers, yeah. number one, they'd say, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> Sorcerer, uh, they would say. Right. Number two, they would just be astonished at how we have placed virtually every aspect of our lives in the hands of bureaucrats. Well, and lawyers, which is where well, it comes right. from. Right, but, so uh, true. How many things on a daily basis do, 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 does it pop into your head where you think, oh, my gosh, would I get sued for this or that or, you know. Yeah. It's troubling. And so I got this list, uh, 10 jobs with the biggest pay increases. These are careers that are that are taken off. And uh, I think you'll uh, notice, how much time have I got, Michael? This is plenty of time, I think, to talk about this. I think you'll notice a sameness among the 10 jobs that are all increasing in pay the most. Alrighty. Um, family and general practitioners. Compensation and benefits managers at 9. Surgeons at 7. Psychiatrists at 6. Mm. Uh, you got a, a brief uh, detour into airline pilots. Then post-secondary health specialists. Orthodontists. Anesthesiologists. Mm. It's almost all the medical profession or Healthcare. people who deal with the medical profession. Yeah, how interesting. Isn't that something? Yeah. What a mess. What a mess. What a mess. It used to be you could go see the doctor and there wasn't a giant corporation involved at all. Yeah. Anyway. That, you know, took 40% of the money. I think there's two conversations to be had here. There's the trial itself and whether or not the guy uh, should have been found guilty or not. And then the obvious conversation, which his own lawyer got into as soon as he walked out of the courtroom. Right. Of the whole sanctuary city and the way we treat illegals and all that sort of stuff. Amen. Which, this should draw attention to that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.